podcast around a very special episode in which we discuss very special episodes of TV programs. This is the second of our four-part holiday extravaganza in which we discuss Small Wonder, Season 3, Episode 13, Ooga Mooga, <laughs> which is a very Christmassy <laughs> title. I, I'll explain what happened. <laughs> I'm your host this week, Ryan Alexander Tanner. With me is a sexy elf. <laughs> Carolyn Maine. What's up, my fellow Christmas bitches? <laughs> my favorite caribou. Ho, ho, ho? Austin Gorton? <laughs> and an emotionless robot. <laughs> my name is David Bittenhofer. Merry caribou, miss. <laughs> okay, so I'll just get right to it. What no! happened? Let it simmer. I feel like you're stealing our thunder because I wanted to yeah. give you a lot of shit about yeah, this. Yeah, so, oh. yeah, okay. None of this Mia culpa crap. Uh, okay, well, let me have it and then I'll say my piece. What happened here? What? So, what's wrong with this Christmas episode? Hey, hey, do you guys remember that time that Ryan was like, hey, let's watch this Christmas episode? And then we watched it and it wasn't a Christmas episode? Uh, oh. I remember the time Ryan was like, let's watch this Christmas episode and it was an advertisement for child sex robots. <laughs> That was last year. Oh, yeah, I know. It was a great one. I remember this one time that Carolyn decided that yeah. her TGIF episode would be Perfect Strangers about home improvement. And Ryan so gave her so much shit about it not being a very special episode. And then later, Ryan picked a Christmas episode that was neither very special nor a Christmas episode. I, I knew the, the Perfect Strangers Chandelier episode was going to come up at some point. A jolly memory for this Yuletide gayness. Yeah, uh, uh, it's really, um, you know, I knew the system was gonna break. I'm glad to be the first one to break it. But Ryan, rats off to you for finding a real humdinger. That was such a. It's a, we'll get there. It's very strange what you did to us. 
Well, I made a mistake is all that really <laughs> happened. Um, well, really, this is just my passive-aggressive uh, response to you guys not doing four Family Matters Christmas. <laughs> I was like, can't do Family Matters Christmas. We're not doing Christmas at all. Canceling Christmas. Canceling Christmas. No, so in all truth, what happened was that I was like, oh, I want to do a Small Wonder episode. We haven't done Small Wonder yet. And I wanted to discuss that TV series. And so I googled Small Wonder Christmas episode, and it led me to this episode, which something on the internet says it's a Christmas episode. <laughs> I'm not sure what. And Thanks, then I found internet. the episode on YouTube, because like every episode of Small Wonder is on YouTube, and I didn't watch it till like an hour ago. As is customary for our podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this happens a lot. <laughs> he didn't, he, well, um, just, yeah, he didn't watch it an hour before you're listening to the episode, is, is all that we're saying. Yeah, and then uh, I, I kind of clicked through the episode, and I saw the antler hats. <laughs> and then and then the, the, the red dresses, too. Yeah. yeah, and like a talent show, like a performance, so I just assumed it was like the Christmas pageant. <laughs> and then I started watching the episode a little bit ago, and the neighbor comes in, and he's like, this isn't a Christmas hat. It's like an Elk Lodge yeah. hat. And I was like, I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> and honestly, there probably was enough time to switch episodes. But I had already watched, I'd put about six minutes into this. <laughs> and I didn't want to find, and also, um... Christmas is just a capitalist sham, you guys. No, I see. It's Christmas's fault that this isn't a Christmas episode. This is my commentary on Christmas and how the soullessness, the robotic soullessness of our capitalist institution. So anyway, I fucked up, but we're still going to talk about this episode. And we're going to talk about it Holly Jolly Christmas. it, it It is very our podcast to have a Christmas episode. This is not a Christmas episode. But it's not even like kind of a Christmas. It doesn't even like take place in December. Or <laughs> I think Elk just... Hat is something. There is something is that felt Christmassy about the scene where they're at the department store window. Yeah. Yeah, 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 it did. That's about yeah. all we got. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of times yeah. where I like I did some some free association with what was going on on screen and was able to, to bring it back to Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, uh, Austin. Yo. W- w- this is our first Small Wonder episode we've done on a very special episode. What's your relationship Tis with this our first series? Small Wonder episode. <laughs> um, I feel like maybe I've seen, maybe I watched a few episodes of this when I was a kid. I don't think it ever made it into any kind of significant syndication, because uh, I'm not terribly familiar with it. It's, uh, it's a high premise sitcom, and that premise was you know notable enough that like i i was aware of it and um even without watching the show was like oh yeah small wonder it's one with the girl robot that he brings home from the robot factory and whatnot i often in my head get it confused with the one with the little girl who's an alien yeah out of this world like she's like a teenage girl girl. yeah Yeah, yeah, but yeah it's one of those where i'm like which is the robot one and which is the alien one yeah, um, but that's about it. Yeah, I don't have any. You know, I, I'm pretty sure I saw a few of these episodes when I was a kid, but it never, it didn't hang around long enough to sort of seep into my uh, personal zeitgeist. So you have it vaguely 
mixed up with Out of This World. Is <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That's, <laughs> my relationship with the show is knew it existed, sometimes confuse it with Out of This World. <laughs> Low budget, yeah. high concept, yeah. mildly science fiction uh-huh. sitcom from the 80s. Mm-hmm. Carol, uh, Austin's right. I did confuse mm-hmm. this for Small uh, Wonder and Short Circuit. One. Yeah, totally. No, it was the same. But um, let's see. I definitely watched this on TV, but it's another one of those fringe ones where I couldn't like plan to watch it. It's just if I had the TV on at eleven on a Sunday, or I was playing hooky, you know, on Wednesday, you know, maybe. So I've definitely seen it like ten or so times, and I was wondering if it was as strange as I remembered it. And mm-hmm. listener, it is stranger. <laughs> um, if I had known it was we were gonna do a non Christmas small wonder, I would have done the one with Jesse the Body Ventura. In it. There's one with there's one with former Minnesota governor Jesse the Body Ventura in it. Yeah, and it was when he had the long beads in his hair. Yeah. What? Why yeah. would like, oh. oh But I thought this was a Christmas episode. <laughs> so David, David, what's your experience with Small Wonder? Uh, so I remember it as a kid. It was like in syndicate. I think it, it never. It was always just like a syndicated show. I believe. Like it was never on like Tuesday night. Yeah, it was always on like yeah. like Charles in right. Charge. I think was like similar in that fashion. So, but mm-hmm. I remember like so I never had a good sense of when it would be on. But then when it was, as a kid, I was always excited for it. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, the robot uh, girl one. I'm, this is cool. And so I, I liked it. My Whatever, my defining image of it, for whatever reason, is that she'd, like, lift a couch over her head to vacuum yep. under it. Totally. And, you yep. know, that always seemed like a useful skill even today that I wish I, you know, had. <laughs> just to be able to lift some couches and over my head. And she didn't do it today. No, no, it didn't happen in this episode. No, but there's other cheap green screen <laughs> visual gags. Uh-huh, you bad matting, I f- yes. I feel like this is the kind of show that if I was, like, 22 or 23, like, in our same timeline, so it's, like, gone and done, but, like, I saw, like, a DVD collection of it, I'd be like, oh, yeah, small wonder, I'm gonna, like, buy the seasons of this. And then immediately regret it upon, like, one viewing of an episode and be like, this was a terrible waste of money. I got to reevaluate my life. It's pretty easy. It's a pretty easy nostalgia itch to scratch. You know, you get about, watch four minutes of it. You're like, I'm good. (laughs) This is not worth any time at all. So that's it. Yeah, that's it. yeah. So it's a, I liked it as a kid, but I can't. I didn't remember many episodes. I think there was one with like a runaway kid, but th- there's no Probably. like yeah specific episodes in my mind. I just remember liking it and wanting to watch it when it would come on. Yeah, I remember watching this show after school, like in the theme song, and particularly yeah. I feel like in second grade is when I remember. Like I remember sometimes we'd get to watch TV and like after school care, and a small wonder would always be on. And then I think it would be on, like, Sunday early, like, around noon in the summer or something. Mm -hmm. So I actually watched this show a lot as a kid, and I remember it better than I thought I did. But there's not a lot to remember, either. It's, like, pretty simple. (laughs) But as I recall, it's, like, in the first episode, the dad builds the robot. And then, for some reason, it's a secret. Yeah, I was (laughs) thinking about how he had to keep... Well, I mean, he decided to 
build a prepubescent girl robot, and I, I think right. just that the nature of that has to be kept a secret. I think is... that's a secret. Yeah. <laughs> um, so nobody knows she's a robot. Like correct, except the, the family. family does, yeah. but nobody else. Yeah, does. I and guess then... it's kind of like. Uh... Uh, like Roger and American Dad, where they're trying yeah. to keep her existence a secret. It's, it's like Alf. It's just another. Uh, yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. Thing. But like, um, she goes to school and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like she interacts with people. Harriet knows her, but Harriet doesn't know she's a robot. And that's where a lot of the uh, brilliant humor comes <laughs> from. Does anybody else feel like the dad doesn't seem smart enough to have built a robot? Yeah. yeah. I agree. Yeah, it's that weird thing where you're like, he needs to be a genius robotic engineer, but also a doofy sitcom dad. And how do you square <laughs> right. that circle? He's like a savant, you know? <laughs> he doesn't seem like a Bill Gates type. Like, they didn't cast to the nerdliness at all. He is just like a total, like, meathead 80s dad. But, I mean, he's good at that. So. Yeah, he's not a nerd. He's like a doofus. Yeah. Yes. It's like a very different kind of, uh, yeah, no, it'd be better if he was like this kind of withdrawn tech guy. And then the kid is super weird casting, too. I remember as a kid being like, why did they hire this kid? (laughs) But what's interesting to me is that the dad and the kid, to me, are convincing as father and son. Yeah, Yeah. they have kind of a similar face and kind of a doofy, affable quality about them. Yeah, they look related. Yeah. Maybe, maybe they are. I don't know. The other thing that's interesting about Small Wonder is every single one of these kids died of a heroin overdose. What? Mm-hmm. They're all dead from heroin. Really? Happy Christmas, and everybody. At different times. Uh, look it up if you don't believe me. Oh. But, uh, all these kids are dead. So anyway. Um, <laughs> the first one I looked at proves you wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Which one made it? Merry Christmas. <laughs> Which kid's alive? Vicky is still alive. What's she up to? Uh, the annoying red-haired girl, she is still alive. Brian, uh, the... <laughs> our test determined that was a lie. Also, the boy is alive. So contrary to Ryan's belief, they're all still alive. You guys really had you going for a second. Oh, <laughs> man. I don't know. It seemed I, I will say that I bought it for a half second, having had the cracked research team run their IMDb pages for me and noticing <laughs> that none of them have done anything recently. So I was like, oh, maybe it's because they all died. <laughs> none of them. Yeah. None of them went past small wonder very far. Not, not very far. Certainly. What if it was like, and Leonardo DiCaprio as the kid from small wonder. <laughs> We're going to probably make a lot of uh, comments about the fact that there, this guy built, like, a, you know, little girl robot. David, but... does that seem like the kind of thing we would do on our show? <laughs> Those jokes seem wildly improper. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but at the same time, I can't help but think about how our crack research team would be improved and more efficient if they're all robots. So This, this true. is true. true. It's something to consider. I'll just it, put it there. It cut out some interfacing. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Cracked Research team, David, I can confirm that this did air in first-run syndication. Yeah. Uh, so it was never on a network. And uh, apparently at one point in time, in order to cover for the fact that the uh, girl playing Vicky was a human girl who aged and not an ageless robot, 
they uh, the producers had the dad give her an upgrade in the third season. Mm. To and uh, then she just grew titties right then and there. <laughs> yeah, well, that's yeah, like that's what I was like awkward things where it's like. So he gave her boobs. Like, what is that? What does <laughs> that know. mean in terms of like well, I mean, upgrading her? I'm not sure how into their own like technology or science their fake I don't science think they is. Knew any <laughs> technology or science during this? Uh, but could they have just made some BS thing like he created an aging robot? You know, I don't. Oh uh, yeah, like, <laughs> right. That. Like it's not I really. Think it's pretty me. pliable. Like what? Basically, all of her robot characteristics are just gag based. You yeah. Know? yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, she can lift a couch, so she can vacuum under it, or she's magnetic right now. What? Yeah. And apparently, he, the dad, created the Vicky robot to be a domestic servant. Like oh. that was the that was supposed to be the like retail application. Is that what we're like, calling it these days? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm like. So you wanted to build a domestic servant? Servant, okay. Make it a robot. You know, vacuums and all that. What made you decide? Let's make a domestic servant who's also a f- young female child. Because yeah. that's the size they come in. Uh, <laughs> sorry, that's it. We'll see if anyone gets know. that reference. But uh, I would say it saves on material. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's like the smallest human. I mean, any yeah. <laughs> anything they made would be kind of inappropriate, right? Yeah, it's, I mean, we'd be, we'd be making similar secret. jokes if he had made it a small robot boy. Yeah. Well, yeah. But why is it, if it's just supposed to clean shit, then why does it even have a face? I know. Right? Thing, you know? Or why isn't it just like Rosie and the Jetsons? I feel like that's a good, like, no, you make that robot and people are like, okay, it's a maid, but you might not be fucking it. And everything else is like, oh, whoa, it whoa, goes whoa, up. Whoa, whoa. And... Are you suggesting somebody <laughs> wouldn't fuck Rosie the robot? Because <laughs> I would not stand for that at all. I'm saying she's, she gets yeah okay sure but the, she's not just made for sex i mean she's made for sturdiness her head is like a cylinder <laughs> yeah. with sprungs it's like they didn't go crazy like making little perfect little girl lips on it <laughs> yeah i'm with you carolyn i would have i would have made the domestic servant a like humanoid robot without being a like this is so realistic it can pass as my adopted daughter human robot because <laughs> when i'm fucking the robot i want to know it's a robot that's yeah. part of it for me i think she's supposed to be like their cousin or something yeah that's the cover story that's the cover cousin story. vicky yeah but i just don't know why it's supposed to be a secret like i don't know. like what, what what's his end game with this building of a robot and it has something to do with his i don't know i know <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. If you watch the pilot, it's all it's one of those shows where it's all laid out in the first episode and then it's just like canon. You know, it's just like whatever. Let's just roll with it. Yeah. Don't think about it. Um it's all just for the sake of wacky situations. Uh David, also uh, the Gruel Orphans would like you to know that uh the first and second season are available on D V D for purchase if you're so inclined. Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> Luckily, this, uh, luckily, Ryan had me watch an episode, so I I know that. Christmas is right around is. the corner, listeners. I think we all know what David wants in his stocking. <laughs> it's all on YouTube, too. Like, all of yeah. it. So, uh, the opening... This is basically, like, the definitive 80s sitcom in, in a lot of ways. Like, it has a stupid theme song... She's a small wonder, lovely 
And then they all do the, I fucking love it so much. The like, the like, oh, I'm typing because I work on my computer. Oh, hey there. Like, for the opening. The camera. I love it. Like, oh, I'm doing so. I'm throwing the football and I caught it. Oh, hello. Like, I love those, man. That shit is so funny to me. Um, but it's like all the elements of a bad 80s sitcom are fully present in this show. It's like. Got the stupid premise, right? Yeah, it's like Mary. a computer program wrote it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this, an algorithm spit this out where it was like... A very narcissistic algorithm that's like, I think <laughs> I should be the star of this show. <laughs> computer funny. Go. Um, yeah, and I remembered Harriet. Harriet was uh, a character that I remembered. <laughs> I feel like I hate her, and I hated her really? as a kid, and I don't know if I still hate her. That's just, they're just trying to turn you against Harriet, man. Yeah. She's, she's, she, she loves just a kid's name, Jamie. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of like a reverse Urkel. Yeah. Yeah, And he just treats her like shit all the time for no reason. He nags her. I kind of feel like if they got together, it would be like a beard situation. You think that Jamie has homosexual feelings? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I think this is a very progressive show with a Mm. robot and a gay child and also a redhead. It's got all the check, mar- check marks for me. <laughs> for progressiveness, the, the progressive <laughs> hallmark of redheads. Uh, Carol, you you may dislike the Harriet character what? because you could be recalling the actress's role as one of the snooty rich girls in Troop Beverly Hills. Oh, um, yeah, then too. Yeah, yeah. That was right before she died of a heroin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're... Where she was, she was the redhead in the troupe who wasn't Jenny Lewis. Mm. And Jenny Lewis was in The Wizard, right? She was in The Wizard, yes. Oh. The tragic tale of a uh, <laughs> law <laughs> man just trying to do his job, just trying to do his kids. job and save children. <laughs> we got to watch that for this show, I think. We really, yeah, that really counts. Should. We can do a movie summer. Or yeah. Something. yeah. And you know who else was in Troop Beverly Hills? Nikki from Good Morning, Miss Bliss. Oh, Nikki. So, uh, another quintessential 80s sitcom moment. It just starts out right with this is just how everything this I swear this is like what poisoned the minds of the American people. <laughs> it's like the parents are watching TV. Yeah. <laughs> and then the kids just come in and just turn off the TV. I know. And then they're like, we're going to do some magic now. And the parents are like, oh, okay. And it's like, what? And this is before the age of DVR, you know? Right, right. They are not going to know who shot VR on Dallas. They'll never know. <laughs> there isn't even like a, like, hey, hey, mom and dad, can I show you something? Click. Okay, what do you got? They just walk yeah, down exactly. and like Vicky turns the TV off. and Well, and it wouldn't really change anything to have them just like sitting there or reading a magazine. You know, it's like, why do they have to be doing 
something that is specifically time sensitive that's being interrupted. <laughs> I like, feel like that's why the boy uses the girl robot to do the, that chore because like they can throw a shoe at her and she's like invulnerable. Mm-hmm. She's the muscle, right? She goes around just fucking up everybody's day. Yeah, she can handle a shoe. Yeah. She won't be hurt. Unless it hits her off switch, her one vulnerability. Are you confusing her with data? <laughs> Did he have one too? Wasn't his in his butt? It was somewhere. They turned it off when when uh, when Ashley Judd was there to save the day. Oh yeah, we've already done that. Um, okay, well if anybody knows if Vicky the girl robot has an off switch and it's not illegal to look it up, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so then the kid does some magic tricks, oh, basically. Some real shit magic. Yeah, it's not quality. I don't know. It's better than I could do. Well, okay, that's. I was gonna ask you as a, mm. as a aficionado of the sorceress arts. How did you feel? As, uh, <laughs> David, do Elda? magic too? You cosplay as a raisin. You do magic. <laughs> I do not do magic at all. Oh. <laughs> Is that why they call you Magic David? <laughs> no, they call me Magic David for a very different reason. <laughs> <laughs> well, didn't your ex-wife call you Small Wonder? Oh. <laughs> Merry Christmas! Let's save it. You guys can't see, but David's face looks very serious right now. That hurts, Ryan. Sorry, David. That's a cheap shot. By cheap shot. So then the neighbor comes in in an antler hat. (laughs) Yeah, does he even knock or does he bust in every game? I don't know. This neighbor's a real dickhole. Yeah, I know. You kind of hoped his head was lopped off, but, you know, it didn't happen. It's true. I would not. I was sad. Well, spoiler alert. So close. It sounds like that's improbable, but it was increasingly probable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the end, you thought it might happen, but it didn't. Uh, can I just go back real quick? We don't have to stay there, but to the uh, introduction and theme song when they showed mm. all the characters turn and smile. Mm-hmm. When they mm-hmm. showed Vicky the robot, she like did some strength feat, like chop something, and then mm-hmm. I thought for sure she was just gonna ice down the camera until she <laughs> winked. It was, it was badass. Yeah, that would have been cool, just expressionless destruction. <laughs> like if everybody turns and smiles and then the robot's just like tearing someone's like someone's arm off and then just looks at the camera. Malfunction. Malfunction. <laughs> Their eyes get red or something. That would have been cool. So this show could have done so many cool things that it didn't do. So you might think when you see the neighbor coming in an antler hat that this is a Christmas episode. I mean you might if you were Ryan. That would be an honest mistake. Well, yeah, this is where. So, what is it that he's? What is he actually wearing his hat for? It's the Caribou Lodge, and he really wants Ted, the dad, to join the Caribous. So this is why I went. Okay, Caribou, reindeer, Christmas. Yeah, come on, Austin. You heard Caribou and just thought coffee because we're from that's Minnesota. true. Yeah. So why does he want him to join so bad? It's like a pyramid scheme. Yeah. It's like, you know, the Illuminati, the bleep that. But it's, um, <laughs> Are you afraid they're going to go after you if you mention yeah. that? Yeah, they totally listen to our podcast, guys. They listen to all podcasts. They gave so. it one star. <laughs> Except for the Illuminati podcast. They fucking love that shit. Yeah. <laughs> five stars. They hacked it to give them five. Um... I think, well, he said something about he hasn't had a member in, like, three years, and so I think he's just trying to find anybody to do it. Yeah, to the point where, like, he drops down on his knees, and I was afraid things were about to get graphic. 
Mm. I know. There was a lot of blowjobs on 80 sitcoms. <laughs> Just in between the lines, in between the lines of cocaine, there were a lot of blowjobs on every 80 sitcom. I like that they work at United Robotronics. Yeah. <laughs> Very That's 80s. the name before they work. Yep. This yeah. is so corny, but at the same time, it's kind of prescient because, I mean, everything is computers now. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, but this like didn't have any awareness of computers. <laughs> yeah, these, these are free Silicon Valley assholes, right? Like, yeah, right. very much so. They're just regular like white collar '80s assholes, I think. Yeah, who can w- build a robot? So the neighbor wants the dad to join the Caribou's just basically because it's the premise of the episode. Yeah, it's like whatever. Yeah. Um, and then the president of United Robotronics is always comes to the annual charity show. And so basically there's an opportunity for the dad to commingle with the president of their company, seems to be. Yeah, so you could just pretend like this was an annual Christmas show held by the caribou that the boss always shows up at. But... Yeah, it's just a Christmas show because it's Christmas. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, oh, and all the performers are going to be kids. And you're like, all right, noted. Mm-hmm. This is where I thought, like, Vicky would end up being prominent in some sort of weird camp part. But she the- is! Yeah. Uh, she- <laughs> sort she's of. She's there. <laughs> I thought the episode... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. We're going to talk about what she does. <laughs> show, what? We'll just talk about it. We'll just get to it. But, um, so then Ted is the dad? Yeah. Ted, we're gonna say. And his wife is like, just, just do it. Just join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just prostrate yourself in front of your boss and hope for a raise. Like a good American. Like a good capitalist. (laughs) Just, just like Chevy Chase in National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah. Yeah, Exactly. Does the elk dad in this, does he have a wife? Or did the redhead daughter kill her on the way out? I think we know the answer to that. <laughs> it's another dead mom sitcom. I'm not sure. Just she just left her. in the night because of her husband. <laughs> like Viv. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, man, that guy, no thanks. <laughs> so Harriet and her dad show up, I don't know, next day or sometime later. Um, Ted has joined the Caribous, and uh, Harriet's gonna go harass Jamie because she loves him. And it's okay; yeah. she doesn't need an excuse because she's a woman in love. Is her mm-hmm. line, and I thought that was a good line. And now that you know, I have that, I can get away with many crimes. Yeah, because you, know? you have that excuse in your back pocket. Right? Power of love. That's yeah. why I stabbed him, your officer. <laughs> so breaking and entering. Yeah. B&E. What's another crime uh, that uh, being a woman in love excuses? Um, male rape. <laughs> wow. Leave <laughs> <No. laughs> <Like> that. <laughs> Are um, there any others? Is it just two? Is it like tax evasion? Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. You can roll that in there. Uh, I think there's also yeah. um. Um, Reg- regicide yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is littering something you could get away with you think you can get rid- away with jaywalking jaywalking if you're actually both walking while 69ing <laughs> it has to be that's a stipulation yeah, yeah it's a very stipulation that, that takes some like core muscles though you know <laughs> yeah oh yeah 
you go to court for jaywalking and you're like, I'm a woman in love. And the judge is like, well, were you 69 <laughs> <laughs> And then you show the traffic photo. Yes, sir, we were. It's, yeah, clear as day. Yes, your honor, we were 69 Yeah, so the, how about that Harriet, huh? Uh, so then the kids come into the kitchen to do some more magic and they get the neighbor. What's the neighbor's name? Elkie. They get Elkie to. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to correct you kid, now. To give, he gives the kid $10 and he cuts it up and he's like, here's your dollar because it's clearly a switcheroo. Yeah. Um, and the guy's like, that was my fucking $10. Yeah. And he gives him the shredded $10 and he drops some of the shredded money into the food yeah. that the mom is making. And that really grossed me out. It was like about how millennials destroy the economy, I think. Yeah, they, they eat their money. And they ruin our food with their ripped up money just because I put them in a pyramid scheme. So what? It's all true. (laughs) So then they're like, oh, we can do this kid's fucking terrible magic (laughs) for the show. And they're like, well, of course it's going to happen. Why else does it keep coming up? (laughs) So then the mom is out Christmas shopping. (laughs) <laughs> to be clear to our listeners there is no textual evidence that yeah. this is happening at christmas it's just, i don't know something about being outdoors and looking at a department store window makes me think of christmas but i know it's not even snowy or anything <laughs> but yeah this this is where i did a little free association i'm like okay toys dolls shopping yeah. christmas and like maybe if you're just clicking through the episode on youtube it would uh, lead you to believe maybe if like christmas someone were to do that and, it really does bit. look like something that should have like a jingle bells track to it. Truly, but there is none. There is none. <laughs> <laughs> but just to be clear, that there, no, there, there is no one. No. Do, do we think? Uh, am I the only one who thought Vicky was going to have like an existential crisis here? When... <laughs> yes, I felt like that was a wasted opportunity. Because <laughs> there's like a living doll in the window, right? Spoiler, which which yeah. freaked the hell out of me, I can tell you that much. But, oh no, oh this God. doll this doll was formed from pure nightmares. <laughs> well, it's like the face of it, it has like a pained expression. Yes. And it moves. Like it looks upset. Like like someone took a human face and grafted it onto a robot. But the human face is still alive. For the audience, this uh-huh. is just a person who they kind of like used makeup and stuff to make into a doll and then put like a just, whoa 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 hold just the phone. a really haunting <laughs> doll person just so i'm just trying to create the mental image but then it's this person where they have like the, a big makeup job going on and then mm-hmm. she it's like all uncanny valley and she has like mm-hmm. she looks like trapped inside like a glass prison and she can only like move mm-hmm but not walk and i thought vicky would think it's like her mother or like an enslaved robot or something and have to like break her out but vicky seems pretty cool with the enslavement of her own kind yeah or some sort of like if this exists what like what need is there of me this is an adult (laughs) version of me kind of a thing will i ever be an adult you know that kind of thing yeah how many how many upgrades will I need? Well, so one thing that I think sets Small Wonder apart from a lot of intelligent robot stories <laughs> is she's not uh, sentient. She's not self-aware at all. Yeah. 
Like, she doesn't ask questions. She's just a robot. Like, she doesn't have feelings or uh, really change or any. It's like, it's just for gags. It's not about artificial intelligence yeah, yeah, at all. Yeah, yeah. It's right. just about how funny it is that you. this robot is masquerading. That this, this man made a child kid. sex robot in. <laughs> yeah. So she, as far as I remember, she never, like, sees something and questions anything. She's just, like, a. A program based she just has like automatic responses to things and yeah you know what she does do when she sees this really haunted david lynch ass like broken woman (laughs) doll is just like get mildly jealous and then start trying to do like the robot moves oh and you guys i feel like the lady robot definitely was just doing mostly jo motions as her (laughs) repertoire like 60 percent were jo's and then yeah the child started doing two jo's it was <laughs> and I thought her her popping and locking was yeah. subpar. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Right. The child's was poor. I, the woman's yeah. was good, but I did not oh, yeah. like it. It was scary, Ryan. Why did you pick us a nightmare? Vicky was like, "I can do that," and then yeah. she starts doing it, and it was like not even that cool. Yeah. I feel like Ryan. The people expected me to do the weird haunting Christmas, and then I went totally norm normcore, and you just. Picked it up for Swish. <laughs> well, but those raisins' faces were pretty unsettling. Right? And we had the ugly children, which is a nice return this episode as well. Yeah. I'm being so mean to these kids. I feel bad. Well, they're all dead now anyway. Good, good. At least they're on heroin, so they can't haunt me. So then there's like a meeting of the caribous at the house. Oh, anyway, the mom's like, oh, we got to get this horrifying fucking doll (laughs) for the show. We just have to. (laughs) It's happening. Not enough people have been upset by seeing this thing. So let's show it to a bunch of kids. No one has stared Satan in the face directly, so we need to (laughs) make that happen. So then the caribou show up at the house. This guy comes and says, where are the eats? Which I always like. Lines like that. So then he's real short, and for... A split second for one half of a second, I was like, I'm going to go to the show credit that they just hired a short man to play this role. And it's not going to be the subject of a lot of shitty one-liners. Yeah, you thought it might just go uncommented upon as it should. Right? I th- for one second. <laughs> it was a Christmas miracle. Ryan believed I know. in the goodness of the human heart. Or just not being so obvious yeah. with gags. But the other thing about it is that then later there's a very tall delivery guy. And I was like, when are they going to say something about that? And they didn't. <laughs> Everything for the tall people. Yeah. Boo, tall people, boo. <laughs> yeah, because then they're just being shitty to this short guy. And it's I'm not he's not a little person. He's just short. I thought he might be, be, but I don't know. I thought he was a little person. Really? Yeah. He's like either a very tall little person or a very short. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's a short person. It is what it is. Uh, Ryan, here's my question for you. What tall joke? What do you give a tall guy to eat that's funny? Oh, I know the answer. Um, What is it, David? Ding in. Rolls. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I would also accept a foot long yeah. And then you have to like look at his dick hard And it'd be uncomfortable right Anybody else like, no 
Okay. Tall stack of pancakes? Yeah, oh, that's good. Yeah, short stack. Nope, that's for the small person. You tall. Okay. (laughs) So the short guy votes against Ted being initiated in the caribous, even though he's been, like, begged to join this group. Well, that's because he had all a bunch of, like, (laughs) foods that were short. Base yeah, brain. he was like, oh, my wife made a little something. Uh, just these little shrimps. Uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, I think he, like, grabbed his collar. At yeah. One <laughs> <point>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I would vote for him if there was shrimp to eat. Yeah. I <laughs> and then I love, I love they do the vote, and then they all vote for him, except the short guy, and then the short guy is just like, meh. Like he's got his arms crossed on the couch. He's all mad. Well, they didn't think really he was funny. actually raising his hand. They thought he was just trying to be taller. Uh, oh yeah, that was shitty. That was just—it's sh- like the sh- the small snack or whatever was like. Oh, that's just like a, a awkward yeah. word words. But then they're like, "Damn, you're fucking small." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're short, shorty. And, and that was his own friend or fellow elk. That's the shitty neighbor who said that. Like, the first guy was surprised, and that guy was just being shitty to the short dude. Well, it's like, do they ever have a, an exchange with this guy that doesn't bring it up? It's like, they spent a lot of time together, I would imagine. It's like, right. you can't go three minutes without saying he's short. Yeah, like, yeah. Man. <laughs> it's got to be exhausting for everyone. Yeah. <laughs> so then they're like, you have to shine all our shoes. It's like, they talk him into joining this club. He doesn't want to join. And then they're like, going to haze him. Yeah. It's so shitty. Just feel, yeah. I don't know. This show's so right. dumb. I don't know. This is like the tension. Like, when you're, like what What are we watching here? It's just a guy who just decides to join a club and then gets hazed, but it's not really that big a deal, you know? It's like, <laughs> where, where's actually the dramatic tension that we're watching or anything? Or the jokes or anything? Tell me why we're watching this. <laughs> you broke David. Wow. Small wonder broke David. not very special at all it's not anything <laughs> it's not it's neither special nor unspecial oh yeah so i should i should mention ugamuga is the episode title and it's what the caribou say. say so that? whenever the neighbor comes in he's like ugamuga ugamuga like a bunch of times i feel like david to your point the entire purpose of this episode is to get people to say Ooga Mooga. Mm-hmm. Right. You think they're trying to make it like a catchphrase? They could run no, not at all. Just that like someone in in, in a, well, they probably didn't even have a writer's room. Some writer <laughs> was like, that's a funny sounding thing. Let's build an episode around it. And they were like, that's good enough for us. Yeah. You guys, I do think we haven't been saying Ooga Mooga enough at all. This whole episode. It's time to bring back Ooga Mooga. Ooga Mooga, Ooga Mooga. Ooga Maybe Ooga Mooga is Merry Christmas in some strange robot language. I still have my Ooga Mooga shirt from 1987. <laughs> it still fits. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing better than a Ooga Mooga shirt would be Ooga like if, if I wore a Ooga Mooga shirt that was for a seven-year-old. <laughs> Like, like beer. It wouldn't cover your breastplate. It would just be like yep. the tiniest half shirt. 
<laughs> I'm gonna. That's gonna be my new thing. Do it. You'll get <laughs> cold. <laughs> It'll say Ooga Mooga. <laughs> oh Jesus! So then, after the commercial <laughs> break, uh, we get some really good green screen. Is what oh, we get. Oh man, yeah. Did you? Did, were your guys like eyes like what's wrong? And then they zoomed in, and you're like, oh, they're gonna do a special effect. You can tell, yeah. So then Vicky, he gets her to levitate, but she just does it by flapping her arms. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm not sure the physics works out on that, by the way. Uh, David, I had the crack research team look into it, and they say it checks what? out. Yeah, like what? flapping arms is... Yeah, that's, that's how people fly. You just flap your arms really hard. You guys, how heavy do you think that Vicky is? Um, 60 to 90 pounds. Approximately. Really? Depends I think she weighs like twelve hundred pounds. Yeah, I feel, <laughs> I feel like it has to be one extreme or the other. Like she's surprisingly yeah. lightweight or supremely dense and very heavy. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought there was parts of the show that kind of mentioned she was heavy, but I might oh. be wrong. not sure. But then I'd feel like shouldn't she be like ripping up the floor when she walks or something? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but she can fly uh-huh. by flapping her arms, Austin. So, like, yeah, fair enough. But I think that's just because she can flap her arms really fast. <laughs> yeah, I still think the physics don't work out on that. When she's like perfectly <laughs> level while she yeah, does exactly. it too, it's just like really doesn't make sense. Austin, the orphans say it's good, or no, David. Austin says the orphans say it's good. Yeah, yeah they crunched the numbers. It, it panned out. I think Austin's hearing what he wants to hear. <laughs> no, I talked to a scientist this morning. Also, let's hear from this phys- a physicist. Uh, he was like, "Ooga mooga." <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. So then, then the dad comes in and just straight up threatens to spank his son. Yeah. yeah. He says he's going to have a sore ass like he's going to after his caribou meetings when he already has a sore ass. Mm-hmm. That's what he says. Do you what? think he would ask oh. Vicky to do it for him? Hmm. Oh, is that murder? Well, I'm not saying he'd kill him. But if she used her flappy arm, she would like beat his pelvis out of his it's body. True. So I forget, why did he want to spank his son? Because he's doing magic tricks. <laughs> Because, because I think because he had a bad Vicky day is work. not supposed to be doing robot shit. Like they're trying to keep Vicky's robot identity on the under. Yeah, so if she's levitating with her arms. <laughs> it's it's people are going to see that and be like, oh, that girl's a robot. Yes, yeah, spe- specifically the neighbors next door are going to get wise. Yes, you know? they seem to be pretty. In- sheltered or in the comfort of their own home i don't know how I know. From, from what i from what i've gathered it seems that the vast majority of plots on this show revolved around them making sure the neighbors next door didn't realize vicky was a robot <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's because like ted and the the neighbor are like rivals at their company uh, and so he doesn't want him to know he made a robot even though you would think he would really want him yeah to know. Yeah, maybe it's I like a, if they found out she was there, they'd want to study her and break her apart. So he's trying to keep her at his house to protect her kind of a thing. Well, I don't know, because they never try to make another one, I don't think. Yeah, that's another question. Yeah, I don't know. Like, why doesn't he make another one? <laughs> I don't know. In lieu of Christmas, we're just going to plumb the existential depths of small wonder. <laughs> Somebody's got it. <laughs> Somebody's got to do it. 
yeah, so I don't know. There's a lot of unanswered questions, you know. I, I hope that they reboot Small Winter, personally. <laughs> yeah, it's time, America. So, and then Vicky, they're like, get out of here. And then Vicky, like, runs out super fast, too, which is another robot ability. Yeah. He's got super speed that doesn't rip up the carpet or cause, like, fires or anything. Yeah, but yeah, she's, like, really strong and fast, I guess. Or... Superman, I guess. Mm-hmm. And she has, like, magnetism powers, or is it levitate? Like, at the in the beginning of the, the opening credits, she, like, has a pop can, like, move to her hand. Yeah. Which I'd note that magnetism can't do, but they might still <laughs> think that's a magnetism thing. Well, if magnets can't do it, what can do it? Uh, I don't know. Because she's got that. It's probably like fucking hand lasers. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know. <laughs> so... Uh, the neighbor is at the door. Yeah, so the neighbors just walk in at any point, and I guess these people don't know how to lock their doors. It's a bad combination. And so Ted has to shine his shoes. Yeah, all that stupid stuff. Um, so then they get a delivery. This I'm so this part is, I'm so annoyed. It's <laughs> about to happen. So the department store people bring in the woman doll, and so there's a gigantic man, and no jokes about that, which is already. My notes say no giant man jokes. <laughs> and then the fucking... So they're like, we're going to wind her back. And then she's like doing stuff. Yeah. And they're like, oh, she's doing stuff. And then the neighbor's like, let me do it. <laughs> and then they're like, first of all, she's already is working. Yeah, so yeah, just, yeah. Just watch what's Just leave happen. it alone. I don't know what winding the little uh, <laughs> mechanism gets you if you're already seeing it happening, you know, but... I don't know. So then he's like winding it more, and they're like, "All right, that's enough." And then he just keeps doing it, mm-hmm. and then it breaks. Terrible. And that's this whole actress's show. That's her whole time on the show. She just fucking breaks after like doing a slow weird dance. Yeah. She doesn't even. I thought she was gonna come in for the second part, but no, they don't care about her at all. And we watch her break to death for this Christmas episode. Can we find out more about her career? Yeah. <laughs> the the nightmarish female yeah. robot <laughs> yeah she also plays the nightmarish robot in <laughs> big top peewee <laughs> i don't know well she reminded me of uh mrs bliss's friend oh, oh her scissor yeah. sister her tina. scissor sister tina yeah. <laughs> uh she is not her scissor sister tina um would you believe this is the sole credit no, for this actress. <laughs> you know what? You know what I bet? Uh, like, on, like, Venice Beach Boardwalk in L.A., there would always be all these, like, acts, you know, that people right. would do. And they would get, people would pay them. Yeah. Street performers. And then every once in a while, you'd, like, see them in something. And I bet she just did this shit on, like, Venice Beach for six years. And this was, like, her big thing that happened. So this is, this is what I love. Uh, Sounds legit. So the actress's name is Kelby Fulkerson. Oh. Ah, Kelby Fulkerson. <laughs> and on her IMDb page, it says, <laughs> known for Small Wonder, The Living Doll. Filmography, actress, one credit, Small Wonder, The Living Doll, Ooga Mooga. Did you did you know trivia? Daughter of Bob Fulkerson and sister of Bobby Fulkerson and Cindy Fulkerson. 
And I'm like, are, are those just family members? Like, did someone just... <laughs> she wrote that herself, didn't she? Right? Like, I don't... You know what's really crazy about that, Austin? What? Is I did know that. <laughs> Ryan, have you met the Folkers since? Yes. Now, yeah. to, to Kelby Folkerson's credit, all three of her family members do have links to pages of their own. Uh-oh. Uh Her father, Bob Folkerson, was in a couple of, like, westerns, it looks like. Oh, no, he had a you know, 23 credits to his name. Nothing notable. Uh, Bobby Fulkerson has, like, two things. An episode of Lassie and an episode of Wagon Train. <laughs> and uh, Cindy Fulkerson, her sister, actually has, like, a shit ton of credits as a stunt person. Oh. So you there think you she needed her sister to do stunts for this episode? <laughs> <laughs> Like when she got broken by that awful elk man. Yeah. I paid a lot of money last year. I bought a ticket for an evening with the Fulkerson. <laughs> um, so I like that. So he just breaks the robot. He just doesn't listen to anybody and breaks the robot. That was really frustrating to it watch. Was really sad, like in Blade Runner or something, yeah. when somebody fucks the robot too hard. Whatever those exactly movies are. like Blade Runner. Wait, wait, yeah. Does that happen in Blade Runner? <laughs> I'm pretty sure it definitely well, Blade Runner is based off of a short story that's called When Somebody Fucks a Robot Too Hard. <laughs> Do androids dream of someone fucking a robot till it breaks? True. So then, this was really odd to me. Yeah. After this? the robot. This next part. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I wanted to say, too, because does this episode have two different titles? Because um, it seemed to be both called Ooga Booga and The Living Doll. Weird. No, I don't think so. On IMDb, it's know. called Ooga Mooga. Ooga Mooga. Yeah. Ooga Mooga. So then after the doll breaks, the dad is like, I'm sure we can get it fixed, but not in time for the show. He, like, built a robot. Why can't he fix this doll? Well, and you're just, like, that's very specific. Like, how do you know how long it takes to get one of these fixed? Mm-hmm. Like, what even is this thing? And, like, how do you know you can get it fixed? It was just like, what? It was just his sureness with which he said it was just odd to me. And he doesn't look like a man who understands this kind of technology. Again, he looks like an old 80s doofus, not like a fucking cyber nerd who could hack the mainframe. But it's totally different technology, right? Yeah. The living doll versus I mean, small wonder. I think they gotta be similar. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, one's analog and one's digital, and like <laughs> yeah. the the brain and stuff, and like some of that move. But at the same time, he like built Vicky, so I think a lot of the mechanical parts would be similar to what I feel like mm. he should be able to like open up the living doll and see what's inside of her and figure it out. Mm. Well, see, see how he can turn her into a sex robot. Yeah, see, I thought I was might try not to just talk about sex robots the whole time, <laughs> but I have. I had no, <laughs> no better self to draw to. Yeah. Merry Christmas. I just want to say that I picked Small Wonder, <laughs> and I was watching this episode, and I was like, oh, there's a life-size doll woman. And I was like... <laughs> 
all these guys are going to talk about is fucking these dolls. Yeah. Yeah. It was just going to be a lot of that. Big time. I just knew it. It's it's not a Christmas miracle <laughs> that that happened. That's just a regular old episode. <laughs> it might be a Christmas tragedy, like one of the sad stories, like a matchstick girl, the podcast host who couldn't not fuck all the robots. It's true. So then we go to the show. So it's not a talent show. It's just a show. It's like a pageant. It's certainly not a talent show because there are no talents on display. <laughs> well, the main event is like a 10-year-old shitty magic show. Right? How ripped off would you feel if he was like, now for the climax of our show, this dumbass kid magician. In all fairness, it is what it is going to do one trick. It is what it said on the marquee with shitty-ass 10-year-old's magic show. So those people knew what they were getting. It's true. So, um, um, starring Gliv Fulkerson or whatever her name was. Gliv. Uh, what was her name? Kelby. It's Kelby. as funny as Glib. It was weird. You Glib. should know. You Kelby saw an evening with the Fulkerson. <laughs> That's it's true. Kelby and Glib mixed up because one but of those Ke- Kelby is the least remarkable of the Fulkersons. Is the problem? That's why she's discredited as being related to all those other people. <laughs> so speaking of people that did they do anything else? What about the ventriloquist at oh, yeah. the the beauty pageant or whatever? Dead of heroin. <laughs> uh, like Kelby Fulkerson. <laughs> Kelly Jean Brower's only IMDb credit <laughs> I can't stand it. <laughs> is two episodes of Small Wonder. Oh uh Ooga and a year later an episode called Ronald McDonald House. Oh shit, we're doing that one next. <laughs> <laughs> it probably is special because they give charity Ronald to McDonald House. Yeah, that that's a go. Huh. What's that episode about? <laughs> Jamie stages a play to help a boy cope with leukemia. Oh, wow. Sick children. Yeah, why didn't we do that? That sounds hilarious. Well, I'll tell you what, though, because that's what the online description says. (laughs) But when we do Leukemia Month and one of you picks that episode, I'm not going to let it go when there's no cancer in it. So, um, that's it for that ventriloquist, huh? I really thought she was going for it. <laughs> uh, I guess I, I'll say that this is the second time we've had a goose for Christmas, our second Christmas goose. When we hmm. saw them in the Vinton Christmas, none of y'all gave one shit about the goose. Do you care about the goose now? No? Okay. Wait, what? Oh, still, oh. still no. <laughs> yeah, the ventriloquist had this goose. Yeah, that yeah, was... yeah, I remember. Nope. Yeah. Goose, Christmas goose, California raisins, Christmas. It's a Christmas episode. Yeah. <laughs> it's stuffed. It's goose. all there. So then they're like, you guys, you've all been waiting to see Kelby Smolterson. <laughs> <laughs> Here she is. And then, so the solution. <sighs> Kelby. It's just to. There's, I I don't know how to address this. So it's like everyone really wanted to see this dancing doll for some reason. Yeah, yeah, everyone's like super excited about this dancing doll. 
there's like a bunch of eight year olds just chomping at the bit. Right. Um, and so this is like the year before Game Boy was. <laughs> so still, we didn't have much to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a really boring year. Yeah, it was a it was a barren time for the youth. It was. <laughs> it's tricky too because it's like that was like a doll. So, but it was played by a person. Yeah. So it looks different than it would actually look. If it, if it was an actual doll? Yeah, if it really was a dancing doll with a wind-up back, it would be different than the thing we saw, because what we actually saw... So then, I don't know how this functions as a substitute. But basically, the mom is just like, I'm going to dress in that horrible garb yeah. and makeup, and also Vicky's going to do it too, which makes more sense, at least. Well, yeah, you think Vicky would be good at it. Yeah, I just figured they'd just have Vicky be the living doll and just go with that, but I don't know. Well, I think the mom wanted something to do. <laughs> this is not a great episode for the mom. <laughs> Can we go over that this show had a, like a B-plot of them seeing a living doll saying that should be good for this like uh, pageant, getting the living doll, immediately breaking it, going, what do we do now? And then the next scene, they've solved the problem. And with and, and, and that's the that's their arc. That's their arc for the episode. It's got it's got all the classic dramaturgical elements that you look for: <laughs> conflict, yeah. rising action, falling <laughs> action, yeah, yeah, yeah. denouement, climax. It's, it's all there, very David. Very suspenseful. <laughs> when yeah. they're just like, "What do we do now?" I have an idea, and the next scene they fixed it, and there you go. I was I was biting my fingernails all through the <laughs> ventriloquist act. <laughs> I was like, how are they going to get out of this one? <laughs> how does this family who already has a living doll in the house going to <laughs> make up for this other living doll that's now broken? Well, and like, they were borrowing it from the department store. So, like, did they have to buy the doll because they broke it? Does yeah. the mom have to go hang out in the department store window maintaining the ruse? The I thought the implication was the dad was just going to get it fixed and then return it to the okay. department store. Okay. Also, why does the department store let them borrow it? Like, they're trying to get people to come in and buy it. It's like their big display that people like. And then they're like, oh, you guys have this really compelling display. And then they're like, oh, can we borrow it? And they're like, okay. It's because the person who runs the department store was visited by three ghosts the <laughs> night before <laughs> and learned the true meaning of Christmas. That makes a lot of and sense. And also, I'm pretty sure that they use some of the same robot parts on the sex parts of inside the robot. So they owed them a favor anyway. So it's like when NASA mm. gave Kubrick the camera lenses. Mm. So what do you guys <laughs> think of the 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 dancing routine? It was Vicky so haunting. It's straight out of the pudding drawer in Eraserhead. Like, it's like two dead ladies yeah, she doesn't mean haunting like uh, evocatively beautiful. She means haunting <laughs> like I can't sleep now at night because this is dancing across my dreams and keeping me awake. It looks like VHS police evidence, you know, that like you have to be a detective to look through. It doesn't look like I, a civilian, should be able to watch this footage. Right. It's, like, weird and stilted. It's very unimpressive. <laughs> yeah, like, it's definitely unimpressive. <laughs> <laughs> like, it did not require any rehearsal at all. Can I ask you something, Ryan? 
Sure. <laughs> what part of this episode was impressive? <laughs> <laughs> it's certainly not this part. I just mean that they've been setting this up for like 20 minutes. That this is going to happen, you know? And so I thought at least there'd be some cool robot dance moves or something. But they're just like, now I'm going to look to the left. Now I'm going to look to the right. It's like, you know how some people can do the robot? You're like, damn, they can really do the robot. Yeah. And some people are just like, oh, I'm just kind of making those motions. It was like the just making the motions people. It was like, <laughs> I think the idea would be if these people actually thought that these were mechanical like dolls, then it's just impressive that they're moving like that. Just, But... I feel like they would have pretty clearly not been. <laughs> they would have known the, who those people you were. You would think. Right. And I guess we could try to figure out where they got the small dress for Vicky. Like, do they make the lady doll and child maid size? But it, who cares, right? Yeah. I just don't know. Yeah. I just don't know what to make of it. <laughs> so then... um the kid starts doing his magic routine and there's a there's a, mis- a mistake that occurs the first the first mistake was someone let this kid on stage to do a magic routine yeah yeah yeah, As, yeah why, why why aren't you having the living doll be the like uh the finale the grand finale instead you have this the living doll's routine. broken david <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's already clear when they're like, oh, Harriet's going to levitate. You're like, her head is at a very strange angle. And I was already suspicious, and then the sheet falls off. You were suspicious, you Ryan, that he was not, in fact, going to use his awesome powers to truly levitate the, the girl? I, I mean, I thought he might. I will be but... fair, all these like magic tricks, despite being pretty lame, are still very complicated for like a ten year old to pull off. Like, well, yeah, because they gave him a lot of props. Like, yeah, if he I know. didn't get. Yeah, it's kind. It's kind of like how uh, whenever TV shows do Halloween episodes, the actors in universe costumes are always way more elaborate than any normal person could do because they have like right. an entire TV show's costume department working to make them for them. Yeah, mm. and then you feel inadequate compared to them, and then you cry yeah. yourself to sleep at night. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's been hard for me too. <laughs> <laughs> so then, I don't even remember how this comes about exactly, but they are like, we have a guillotine thing well, for well, our final there's thing. There's a setup of it's a Christmas miracle. A guillotine. <laughs> there's, there's Ted the dad. Yeah. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He wants to get credit for this show, but then the shitty neighbor is going to take all the credit because he's just shitty. I mean, I don't. There's no explanation except he just wants credit for this. And so, but then the dad tells the mom that he's got a plan to get the credit. And so then the guillotine comes out on. And I figured the credit was either going to straight up murder the, <laughs> the shitty neighbor. And like, <laughs> that was, I was ooga booga. I was so excited. <laughs> <laughs> ooga booga. Uh. So then they get the shitty neighbor to put his head in the guillotine. Yeah! Oh, man, really heating up, guys. This, I was like, this is why Ryan picked this. <laughs> I did I did legitimately kind of smirk when, as part of the setup routine, was them positioning, like, a wicker basket underneath his head. 
as, yeah, as, the, as though to catch the head when the blade comes down. Mm-hmm. Well, this show is really good. <laughs> <laughs> and very detail-oriented. <laughs> so, and then the trick works, and unfortunately they do not cut his head it's off. a yeah. christmas miracle <laughs> it is and then the kids are burnt alive at the stake for being witches <laughs> <laughs> it's devil magic even though it didn't cut off his head he's still like stuck hunched over yeah. as if it were a pillory so if any of the townspeople wanted to throw rotten fruit at him it would still be a good time mm-hmm. it never really would be a bad time to throw rotten fruit at him that's a great point we mm-hmm. should start throwing more rotten fruit guys it's true that should be more of a thing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. bring that back yeah yeah bring bring it back Stop. like the good old days <laughs> so uh, it's kind of almost uh, kind of clever what happens <laughs> for this show it's very clever <laughs> if, we're, if we're grading on a curve it's very clever <laughs> the whole the whole point of this right is the dad wants to have an interaction with the president of Ro- uh, Un- robotics united robotics or whatever it is yeah. robotronics there you go. <laughs> so mr robotronic comes up and he's like uh they're gonna present him the check for an orphanage and the dad is like, here you go. And then it turns out that the the president only gave the neighbor a promotion because he thought he was the dad. Yeah, what a shitty boss. I can't believe he just said that. Wow. I know. On stage in front of everybody. This is what the 1% are like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, get that guillotine back. Like, the owner clearly knew the name of the person he wanted to promote yet thought it was the different person so how did all the paperwork go through like how how that all well, happen and like he has the wherewithal to remember this yeah and to know who's who but not to identify them at the time yeah it's very yeah I, I feel like if he had just told hr i want to promote lawson they would have gotten like Lawson would have gotten the promotion mm-hmm. and he may have then been like, who's this guy when he shows up to work at his like <laughs> new job. But like, I doubt that the owner of the company was the one that like processed everything. Yeah. Like somewhere in that chain of command, like the correct guy would have gotten, if he then, truly wanted to give it to the dad, he would have gotten it. And I, and I assume if the shitty neighbor got promoted by accident, there would have been an employee result, revolt. Right, of course. <laughs> ag- against the shitty boss that they now have that they no one can stand, right? Yeah. Would they get the robots involved in that revolt? Oh, the robots would be on the front lines and take out the shitty neighbor, but then turn on everybody else, too, because that's what robots do. Sounds like a better sitcom. <laughs> it would be hilarious. So, guys, how how would how would you feel if, like, you know, you you and your family are going to uh, go? You know, you're a lodge member. You're going to the lodge for a little talent show. May, maybe it's the holiday season. Maybe it's not. It's hard to say. <laughs> uh, and uh, and you're watching the show, and then the climax of the show involves like. Byzantine office politics of two of the lodge members. <laughs> I mean, that kind of public spectacle would be delicious, but um, 
The problem is that they led with the guillotine, and now I just want to get back to the guillotine. <laughs> I want to guillotine the boss. I wonder yeah. why we're not, like, climaxing right. You want a little French Revolution action going on there. Viva la France! But so I like that the boss is like, oh, I fucked up, and he's like, I gave the other guy the promotion, which there's nothing to do about that now yeah. for some reason. Yeah. And then he's like, all right, next time there's a promotion, you'll get it. But then he gets them mixed up again. I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> it was great. It was really mean. And he's such a shit boss. I, <laughs> I really want that guillotine in there. <laughs> I know. So then he's like, Ted, you're kicked out of the caribous. And he's like, I didn't even want to be in the fucking caribous. <laughs> he's like, I don't caribou. Ah. <laughs> But he was like, good job wrapping up this premise because people would be wondering about the caribous all the time in future episodes. So he, got out, if, yeah. he got kicked out of the caribous just for, like, taking credit for what he did? I think so. And also for making the guy be stuck in the guillotine while he did it. Yeah, all right. I, I don't know. And he didn't say Ooga Booga enough. Yeah. It's true. He didn't say at enough times <laughs> yeah. is the problem and that's the end of this christmas episode it's no wonder. <laughs> merry, merry christmas. christmas one and all and hear the sleigh bells ringling ding 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 ding, ding. <laughs> stormy weather is a sleigh right together with me with you, you with and you. you and you <laughs> um so austin <laughs> yeah what to you was the greatest Christmas miracle of this episode? <laughs> um, <laughs> Kelby Forkelson. Yeah, she is oh, great. No, <laughs> yeah, Kelby Forkelson. Folkerson. She, I like Forkelson. Forkelson. Kelby Folkerson was the true Christmas miracle. Yeah, that's true. Carol, how about you? Um, also what Austin said. No, you can't just do that. He's always right. It's very easy. That's why we haven't talked to orphans. Okay, no. Um, my favorite, most special part was when the lady had the go- her hand up the goose's ass, and then a couple minutes later when they chopped the boss's dick off with a guillotine. And I just went yeah. to the show. It said shitty child magic, but when they like chop someone's dick off, I'm like, this is actually excellent magic. Yeah, no one's ever tried that before. Being like, uh, just what the person before me said was mine too. <laughs> Kelby was, was a star. Kelby, I'll remember the Forkelsons forever. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget them. <laughs> and how about you, David? Uh, I think the Christmas miracle is that we only spent approximately eighty-nine point seven six percent of this podcast talking about sex robots. <laughs> true <laughs> did you consult your own sex robot to get that mathematical <laughs> summary no comment you guys what if david is an escape sex robot mm, no comment all along he's been a sex robot <laughs> we've been checking each other if we can fold little uh, dioramas out of paper do the unicorn mm. test. Let's oh. start. No, Dave, David does such a poor approximation of human emotions that he couldn't possibly be a robot trying to pass as human. Yeah, <laughs> He's just a shitty human. <laughs> <laughs> just a straight up sociopath. <laughs> beep, boop, beep. 
And I thought the Christmas miracle was the opening credits, which <laughs> belongs in a museum. <laughs> so good. You like the you like the way that for the holiday season they uh, judged up the credits by putting Santa hats on everyone. Yeah. I do. I I would like to thank whoever posted every episode of Small Wonder on YouTube, <laughs> and I would like to whatever the opposite of thank is. To whoever describes this as a Christmas episode on Wikipedia. <laughs> I just wanted to believe it is what happened. That's how we and got And isn't that mess. the true meaning of Christmas? It is. it is. So, Austin, I find you humorous and insightful. Uh, where else can I find you on the internet? That makes one of you. Uh, you <laughs> can find me on Twitter at Austin Gorton, and you can read my writing at therealgentlemanofleisure.com. Uh, Carol, how about you? I'm also Austin on his website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, same as Austin's. You can find me at Kelby Forkelson 5 Forkelsteins. No, uh, let's see. I am Carolyn Main. You can find me on Facebook, Google, and uh, Twitter and such. And that's C-A-R-O-L-Y-N-M-A-I-N, like the street. I have a different podcast, Pitch Please, where we do live movie pitches based on my card game. You can get that card game, Pitch Please, at pitchplease.fun. And the podcast, Pitch Please, is on iTunes, Tumblr, Google Play, and Stitchers. Ooh. And David. Now you can find me at the realgentlemanofleisure.com and on uh, Twitter, Dr. Bits. That's doctor spelled out. And I think we should just say that Christmas isn't a specific time or place. It's everywhere with everybody in our hearts. Is that from this episode? <laughs> yeah, I'm saying it could be, as in, like, it's not specifically a time or. <laughs> so, what you're saying, David, is that any episode of everything could be a Christmas episode. If they have Christmas in their hearts. And okay. Who's the... Are you suggesting robots can't have Christmas in their hearts, Austin? It's not sex robots. <laughs> <laughs> That's so demeaning. <laughs> I definitely felt like the characters in this episode had Christmas in their hearts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, While Christmas is this. the busiest time for sex robots. It's true. They really were doing double duty. <laughs> is that a euphemism? Remember, everyone, this holiday season, tip your sex robots. <laughs> it's true. As for me, your host, Ryan Alexander Tanner. Uh, I have a website. It's ohyesvernice.com. That's all. Uh, we are a very special episode podcast. We have a website, a very special episode podcast.com where you can download and or stream every episode of our show. There's been many great ones and many adequate ones. <laughs> you can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash AVSE pod, where you can tell us how much you liked our episodes and ask us questions and stuff our twitter is at avse pod you can email us at avse podcast at gmail.com where you can ask us questions or make suggestions for shows etc etc uh the show itself can be downloaded on itunes podbean google play and stitcher and we accept only positive reviews despite our content uh we would hope that you would only give us very positive five star <laughs> reviews or what do they use on Podbean? It's like Beans. uh fish heads. Ooh. 
Nine nine out of nine fish heads on Podbean <laughs> is the only rating we'll accept. And uh, that's it, you guys. Until next week when we'll be doing another holiday extravaganza. <laughs> Question mark? I just want to say Merry Christmas to all and to all a good night. Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, that was this AVSC on your home PC With some VIPs of SBTB Was it Austin G, Dr. DB, RAT, or the C What the heck was with that TV? This podcast is kind of funny Excuse us all, cause we gotta go pee that was a very special episode We dissected that shit from head to toe Did the time fly by or was it slow? Got so many life lessons Oh how we've grown Seen so much TV that we're gonna explode Next time on a very special episode